I, I do have one huge, massive, major, insane complaint, though. Every single time I went to USA and I would watch my friends and my buddies and people I don't even know drift, I would get a V8 juice because where the fuck else can you get a V8 juice? Like, when do you go to an On event the and they have yeah. a V8 juice for sale? And I love V8. <laughs> so Maya and I made a tradition of grabbing a V8 oh, and watching no. drifting. Well, last time we were there... With new management, there's no V8 juice. And I know for a fact it's not because like sales were declining on V8 juice or anything like that because I bought shit every single time. So what happened to the V8 juice? A scooter versus an RX-8. What would win at a drag strip? Quick, gels, go. Depends if you're measuring the first 60 feet or not. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, we actually were just at Appleton Takeover here in Wisconsin, which is, is hot. Our show. Yeah, which is one of our shows, my hot. show. It's the It was the ninth annual event, which was so crazy to say. That because is WCC's crazy. been around almost 10 years now. Jesus. Wow. Um, and we hosted at Wisconsin International Raceway. Yeah. And we did a car show and drag day yeah it wasn't an actual takeover despite what the name actually said yeah so we do have to change the name because <laughs> takeover back in the past was not what takeover means nope. now and now that's now how i bad. know that i have grown yeah up yeah i'm like there's nothing wrong with that term and then i have like six or seven people dm me and they're like so like takeover like what do you mean takeover <laughs> yeah like, like what are you doing you Don't said you, you start like you said like, you hate those yeah they're like you hate takeovers though i'm like nope no yeah well son of a bitch um but hey thank you so much for tuning in to the Martini Works podcast as well. We're going to be talking about the Appleton Takeover in the first segment. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe. If you're listening in on Spotify or Apple Music, all those sort of things, mm -hmm. um, means a lot for you guys to rate it a five-star. Yeah. Right? That would that'd mean the world. And uh, if you are looking for parts for your car, if there's one thing I could ask you to do, go check out martiniworks.com. We're really trying to get that thing off the ground. We just got Fortunato products added. So if oh, you need some yeah. coilovers, some 500 or 510 series, we got them. And if you need help with figuring out what fits, shoot us an email. I think Gels will probably help you out. Yeah, or if the, the website's kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about, just shoot us an email. Yeah, because we do. We do know what we're talking <laughs> about. But sometimes the internet, ain't the, 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 yeah, the we're, website we're, ain't too caught up. They're working on the website. All right? It'll yeah. get there. Okay, so... Yeah. You guys, you guys know how I feel about Subarus, right? Okay, but, but where did this come from? Oh, okay. Oh, Go ahead. You know how I feel? Yeah. Subaru, Subaru slander inbound. I'm not. No. Well, maybe. Oh my some, god. But no. My uh, my wife is looking to sell her car, and she really wants a Subaru WRX STI, and I'm just not <laughs> sure where I went wrong or what I said Dakota. or what I didn't say. Dakota, how and could I, you? What she listens to the podcast, so I know she's listening right now, and I'd like to hear your guys' genuine thoughts on my wife getting a STI. Okay, so what what year is she looking at? Uh, First off, the, the newer, Yeah, no, not me. She never said anything. Listen, you're married? Yeah. Marital property state? It's both of you. Uh, it, technically, it, yeah, ownership-wise. Yep. Yeah. So you now own. No, we didn't buy one. I thought that's what you were about to yeah, say. You, no, no, you no, no, almost no. own. I'm trying to divert here okay you almost right. own a subaru let, him, fin let him finish let him cook let me cook so anyways we're selling the civic si yeah she was really dead set on a golf r which 100 yeah. supportive of i'm super into that i like that idea way more good but like this isn't a new thing it wasn't like oh this year i really want to ask it <laughs> dude this has been like since she sold her srt4 neon fucking like 10 years ago cat 
Doesn't that cat like to eat those things? Yeah, a cat likes to eat those. Mario, cat duty. <laughs> There's a pancakes, cat eating a hair tie. Pancakes. Over there. In that way. room. That way. I do not want to pay $4,000 again to save that cat. <laughs> Give me that Sorry, I saw it and I just. That was a great I, warning. I just saved, like, he saved a cat. <laughs> Joe saved a cat today. All right. Anyway, yeah, you got it. Good deal. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So it's the uh, what, what generation? Like, not the newest generation because they didn't make an SD. Like yeah, the yeah. 2015 to yes, 2020. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, okay. That so that's what you're thinking about getting. I'm not thinking that's about That's what you're thinking about owning? No. <laughs> Interesting. Dakota's buying a Subaru WRX STI after all the slander. That's crazy. I'm what not. year? What, like, what. I guess it. what sort of price or mileage does that get? Yeah, you, is there a I reason? Because like they kind of came down a little bit. Honestly, it looked like I don't know. They're around upper twenties. Okay, is she is she doing anything to it? Uh, I don't. I know she'll want like bolt ons mm-hmm. and probably coilovers wheels. So is there something Nothing like crazy? But just because you know daily driver the the Golf R. Yep. You know I remember that that was like the big talk. What happened? I don't know. I don't fucking what, know, what dude. Flipped? Maya, Maya, <laughs> why, why are you, why are you doing this to our boy? I don't know. I she, from what I've gathered, she just likes how they look, likes how they sound. Of okay. course, that's what everybody gets hooked on. I know that they but, uh, sound good and they do they, look. They have good. like mm-hmm. one minor problem, which is the engine. <laughs> <laughs> I have, hard. I have a solution to the it. STIs you K- are better than the WRX. You're right. You K swap it. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, I, I, okay. So let's let's get back to it. All right. My all right. my honest thoughts on it. First off, you know, I think mileage and maintenance is going to be everything. So sure. if you find a low mileage mm-hmm. one, I would say yeah, the gold probably, would be stock too. Pro- yes, probably. Yeah. If you can stock. find a stock low mileage one, I'd say go nuts. I think the the only part that scares okay. me about that okay. entire conversation was the part where you said, yeah, she just kind of wants to also do you know full bolt on yeah. tune exhaust. I know. That's and where that everything where goes wrong. Everybody starts to lose Dakota. <laughs> Everyone starts to lose, and I just don't know if I would do it. Yeah, I I agree. I'm right there. And you're with a you. Volkswagen guy. That's why I'm all Golf R. I'm where, Team Golf R. Where? Why did the household get divided? It's like if Dude, you were like said, Golf R's. Been, did the Golf years. R's like stay at? Like a certain price point is maybe that. No, price isn't because it's a similar price range for the okay. vehicles. Okay. They're both four cylinder turbo all wheel drive vehicles. Gotcha. I thought maybe so like the, it's the more Golf just R's. aesthetics. Okay. Yeah. I was okay. Uh, yeah, I thought maybe like she the cars like stayed. Yeah, like they the stayed at like a certain price in that. I mean, if you guys, if you guys are if you guys are watching this on YouTube, this is the first part of the podcast where we're going to ask you to drop a comment below. Yes. Should Maya buy the <laughs> STI Just, or should she buy the Golf R? I or oh. is Dakota and Maya splitting up, and she wants to wow. show it through the fact <laughs> that she wants to buy a Subaru and not a Volkswagen. Was, Let me know your thoughts that below. That was kind of low, low at the end there, but we'll do uh, Team STI or Team Golf R in the comments, okay. so that way she can scroll through and read. Team SRT4. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah, she, she wouldn't even one, right? really mind it. Yeah, hers was really clean. I, I like that one. And I think it was when I got an Evo 10, that's when she started checking out Subarus. Oh. Because Ayako Wallace says... She had yeah. an SRT4. Oh, I so get you. Had to have always have the rival. Yeah, it kind so of what, makes sense. So, wouldn't it make sense? What's the rival of the Supra right now? The Supra, the Nissan Z, the Nissan Z. So. Well, here's the other thing that we factor in is like, I know someone like who the, buys Z. The classic <laughs> meme, I'll like it, I'll sell it to her seventy thousand. <laughs> well, what a steal! I have a project car or fun car that can't be driven. She has reliable daily. Oh, that's like the Civic Si is like the car that we take. Like if we needed to go across the state or something like that. And it's like, 
that would flip the script. That would then now we just have all now project you have to take cars. the Supra everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and let me tell the you, the Supra becomes a reliable car. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's and true. That's, that's what my wife always kind of you know kind of pokes fun at is all of my cars are before the Z all unreliable. <laughs> so anytime we needed to go the anywhere, scooter always, is still your most reliable vehicle. Scoot, scoot. <laughs> Had a lot of fun at the drag strip. <laughs> Let me tell you what. When I had to walk up to a man at WIR and ask him when I'm fully decked out in motorcycle gear what it would take to get my scooter down the drag strip, and he looked at me like I just kicked his dog. Yeah. looked at the scooter and goes, oh. And yeah, they didn't really give a shit. <laughs> but he did it. They, Alex I did, did it. it. Ran it twice. Ran it twice. The oh, I didn't time. see the second. Yeah, oh, wait, no, I did. Really the bad. second time is when he stalled. put it into park. Yeah, he yeah. stalled, stalled the electric scooter. On I, the I didn't, yeah, I was, I was messing with I didn't with know the you could stall an electric vehicle. Anything's possible, baby. <laughs> if you guys want to watch that drag strip video, we race all other cars. It's really fun. It's we drove them up. down a quarter mile. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah, we drove them, all right, but we're going to make it look like we went really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, that wasn't a bad quarter mile time. If you guys are listening in, I think the video goes up uh, Thursday. By the time you're watching this, which would be next week, it would be up. So you can go check it out. Sure. Uh, Alex Martini channel, I think. Um, no, I raced the scooter against Gels' RX-8. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, off the line. I think you got me. I think I did. I think you did. It looked. I looked so dumb, though, know. going down confession. the track. I, I was impressed with the RX-8 going down the street. I have a confession. What? I left the AC on that oh, run against I knew you. That one. And it fucked me bad. I could have taken, <laughs> honestly, I could have taken you starting the car with the car turned Dude, off, I, ser- out. No, seriously. I still think you would have beat no, me. No, 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 no. I don't know what it is about that car. And I know it's going to sound like a excuse, but like for real, like if I have the AC on, like even like just leaving from like a stoplight <laughs> is a fucking challenge. How much horsepower does your air conditioning so- unit Apparently take? a lot of it. Because it like, <laughs> dude, it is a struggle to get that thing going when that AC is on. Yeah. Because it's, so, I mean, it's all from the belt That was unfortunate. Drive, belt I don't, I don't know. There's like, the, the car is like five foot pounds of torque. So, I mean, yeah. you turn one more compressor and yeah. it's like. You're you're also going to notice in this conversation about our drag strip adventures that Dakota's been real quiet. Because <laughs> I Dakota. I got some shit to say and Dakota, you let me say it. Dak- I will, you can say what you want to say, but I'm going to say what I have to say first. There's been a rivalry. Of, yes, sir. Of, of the clapped S2000 <laughs> because in a chapter that's now been closed, the clapped car came back from the dead and won a competition against clean car. And Dakota was on team clean car and I was team clapped car. Yeah. And uh, it won. It was awesome. We all celebrated. I'm pretty sure I got a medal. And then clapped car went away for a couple years, came back. You're going to see for the first time in the video over the last three months. And I raced Dakota in his Toyota Supra against clapped puffy marshmallow s2000 <laughs> and i won and that felt good dakota would you like to rebuttal yes disclaimer <laughs> oh man i've been waiting <laughs> now a lot of this is probably just gonna sound like excuses but i need to say my piece clear the air alex was drag racing all fucking day alex has already drag raced oh, the s2000 <laughs> alex was lowering the psi in all of his tires like he was taking this shit super serious. I, my first run of the day was up against the S two thousand. It I was, did, and that was the first time I ever drag raced <laughs> the Supra. I've never even launched the car myself before, so I didn't know what RPMs to go at. That's fair. I That's fair. You know, my buddy Dale was giving me some tips, and uh, I appreciate Dale because my second run was beautiful. We'll get into that, <laughs> but the first run, I had no idea what to do. So I. Uh, 
one tip he said was launch it in second. I was like, okay, that makes sense. And he said, you know, put the RPMs up 25, 2800. I'm like, okay. Well, I did that. I spun that bitch through fourth. I was just yeah. spinning, spinning, spinning. Car starting to go sideways a little bit on the strip. I had to let off the gas completely until I felt them again and then get back into the throttle. Yeah. But by that time, you had traction. You were gone. Yep. But I was so frustrated <laughs> at that race. I immediately, I didn't stop. I didn't talk to anybody. I got back in line. I said, I'm running again. I'm going down the strip again. I know what I did wrong. And I launched it. And... I ran a faster time than any of Alex's cars did that entire. To, so. to be to be fair, that that's good. You know, I also had new wheels, new tires. The car I haven't driven in three months, so I appreciate you know some of the the ignorance that you did you know release to the group you here. But at the end of the day, before. at the end of the day, you know, a win's a win. I'd be happy <laughs> to I'd, I'd be happy to take you up again oh, I'll, I, on, another, on another race because what's the fastest that you went with the Supra? What well, was your fastest quarter mile? Because you ran it a couple times, right? Yeah, I ran twice against you and then one after and then done. What was the uh, second 12. one? 12.6. 12.6? And I okay. know I can shave that down quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, so the fastest time I ever got on my on the S2K on high boost because when I ran, I was running at low boost. I was actually trying to turn it up and I couldn't Eddie fucking couldn't find the manual out. boost controller because oh. I haven't seen the car in three months. I ran a 12.03. Okay. So I bet you that after a little bit of practice, that would be a super close drag strip race. It would because when I was talking with Buddy Dale, he said with those mods, because he has a, he had a Supra, yep. um, with a decent set of drag tires, stuff like that, I can get it into the 11s. Yeah, absolutely. I bet you can too. Absolutely. So that would be a great. Yeah. Unfortunately, it didn't happen because I won. So he's going to have to come back. It's like a villain story. Oh, it happens. It's, it's so a second stupid. time now. It's like the Mario Kart story no, of you God, losing Mario Kart on Rainbow up. Road. Hey, hey, leave the dude alone. God, all right? I was so, he's just getting beat up this episode. Well, I, I'm I coming in to call a fucking foul. It, this is insane. It was an excuse. I should have ran the car a few times before we raced. To be fair, there. he really didn't give us a chance. So Yeah, I know. We had to do a lot of stuff that day. It, it was, was I'll tell you what a though. million it, degrees out. If if you if you think uh probably would that would have been like at four thirty wheel compared to what five you're at what five thirty wheel? Hell on no. Supra? I'm like at like four ten. No way. Yeah. You're tuned and stuff though, aren't you? Yeah, just but it's an intake exhaust and ninety three tune. Oh, you weren't like running on E eighty five or anything. Or anything. Uh, then I'd smoke your ass. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. Another day, another dream. Anyway, outside of that, what else happened at, a- that, at ATO? Well, it was the hottest goddamn day. It was a toasty day. Hot. After talking to some people, like apparently WIR, that track is very slick. Yeah, it's so, very yeah. Slick so WIR doesn't do, like, I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but they're the way they prep the actual drag mm-hmm. strip, it's not very sticky. So even like, unless they're doing like a full NHR, NHRA event, which they had the night before, mm. I think that literally just torched all the traction that was on that yeah. track and they never prepped it for the, the day of because it was a little sticky at launch, but once you got past the actual That's like... slick, yeah. It, it was, I was sliding. I was sliding with the RNC. In your video, you can see yeah, yeah. strips yeah. you laid down. I did not expect that at yeah. all. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I would say the coolest thing though for me to, to humble myself for real quick, I got to take the 430 down twice mm-hmm. and both that was times cool. it didn't have a misfire issue which is a Good. big deal because there will be a time when the banging gears video comes out and you're gonna see <laughs> what that car did there and you're gonna be like that's a piece of shit i was half <laughs> expecting what happened there to happen here mm-hmm. and it didn't and it was marvelous i got to drag race becca 
Mm-hmm. And then I got to drag race. She almost had your ass. She almost had she me. She almost What else did you race that for 30? And what was the other uh, Gloria. Oh, Gloria. Gloria didn't have a chance. And then the S2000 against the 430. Did so there's a lot of good ones. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. The, the one thing, though, you had to manually lift your car back up. Yeah, what Je- the fuck was gels, going on with that? Okay, so... I have the Acura system. I'm switching over to Airlift. That'll be in a video. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't just do coilovers. You had a great... Your feedback is the issue, though, because I reached out to a couple yeah. uh, Airlift guys, and they talked about how the bellow, The right? double bellow. Yeah. They, like, dude, it's so stuck, weird. stuck, and yeah, when it, it just when won't it, Oh, your RK yeah. was doing that, yeah. too. Because yeah. I remember the first... When a Jared and his G35, I remember, because yeah. it always would go, punk. We should like explain was, what's going yeah, on. So, so, so I'm sorry. Let me, let me take a, a step back. When you're an idiot and you put <laughs> air suspension on a car that you're trying to use for, like, motorsport actively every once in a while it, you just and Actively you didn't once in a while <laughs> and you didn't you didn't set it up maybe perfectly it runs into some issues so the 430 has universal bags universal air bags which it's are fine. awesome bags they're good and then AccuAir system mm-hmm. but the rear driver's side for some reason mm-hmm. takes a minute to air up and it just always has passenger side a little slow but mm-hmm. can still get up there and when i was trying to air it up for the drag strip it just would we were not. literally that bitch was like, locked we were literally trying to like deadlift the rear quarter of the which i did f430 no, alex successfully yeah. did he did deadlift deadlift the it. car i was surprised that's what saved it that's what it was able <laughs> yeah. to bring it down the strip was because, you pulling on the f- because then he's like well maybe your bellows like stuck, stuck yeah. right and just hey turn turn a little bit and mm-hmm. see if it kind of pops so took the car out it was sitting at my right side was sitting at 98 pounds of pressure mm-hmm. my left shit. side was sitting at 87 mm-hmm. pounds what does of it pressure. typically sit at i like to let them sit at like 90 oh that's high okay yeah, yeah. because right. it's I, I have it to air all the way down and uh i took a hard left-hander and literally watched yep. the thing just go 85 90 92 yep. 96 99 i was like oh sick so it got stuck yeah, so it got stuck. Usually you'll see the pressure go down though, because like because it's such smaller and you're trying to force that amount of air in there. It's like that with the RX8 too. My fronts do this all the time. Yeah. It's a it's a double bellow bag. So it's like when you look at it, it's like almost like two like hockey pucks yep. on top of each other. When it airs out, it'll like fold in on itself. And every now and then, especially if it sits for a while, it'll just get stuck. And so I'll like cram all the air that I have in there. And usually it takes until you know, I back out of the garage and it like gets to a little bit of an uneven, uneven surface that the tire and then drops you can literally hear it go punk mm-hmm. and like and you'll you'll see that pressure drop for like 90 pounds. It's like 70. Ah, and then you can hear yeah, it. Yeah, up yeah, to yeah. Like the okay. Normal. Yeah. So it's just like something with the design of those bags that I guess I was going to say to defend air right a little bit. I never, ever had that problem once in my yeah, life. So I don't I, maybe I have I have D2 struts in mine. Yeah. I, I, so to, I don't. I don't. To know. be honest, I, I it's like I don't have anything for or against bags because right. when I was, oh, but people that are not that people, you have to deal with people that are not from Wisconsin are murdering us oh, for yeah. saying bags. Bags. Oh bags. yeah. So <laughs> sorry. In with with not the four thirty when I ran the bags mm-hmm. at at banging gears in February. Banging gears. Banging they were gears awesome. Bags. <laughs> Dude, they were awesome. They did yeah. they did fantastic. Yeah, yeah. They were set up static ride height. Absolutely crushed it. No issues. So it's. I don't think it's an air but suspension issue. Why I don't just think, you just go coilovers? On yeah, that for real. You so keep using it for more and more. Would you like to know stuff. the real? Yeah, truth? I need to know yes. the real truth. Okay, so I've gone through what seems to be uh, approximately four to five wheel sets. Oh, I know. Yeah. They're all fucking sitting out. I yeah. have a problem. Yes. Yeah. I have an issue, Dakota and Gels. I have to 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 slow that How down. How does this have to okay. do with anything with your suspension? Because if I put it on coils, yeah. I know I'm going to want to switch. 
my wheel and tire setup That's so okay. that it more accommodates. Well, you've done it five fucking times. What's one more going to hurt? Yeah, we're going to sell all those now in there. Now you're concerned we'll about it? All the wheels in there will get you one good set. Brother. <laughs> one good set. There are <laughs> BBS. Be, actually, TEs would be kind of cool in that for There them. are BBS wheels out there. There are black diamond wheels. There's a multi-piece forged set of Yeah. There's like fucking... Stockers are in there too. Fifteen grand of wheels sitting out there. <laughs> Not in Alex's garage. No. Just somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in Arizona. Yeah. Undisclosed. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> somewhere out there. There's money sitting there. I have talked to Chris Nelson uh, from Wheel Pros because they have a Ferrari GTB forged monoblock that they put on their Le Mans series so race sounds car. sounds like you even know which ones you want. I do. I want those ones. So what's Coilovers. the fucking problem? I just feel guilty. It's going to be my what? sixth set of wheels. Yeah, but you've had the car for years. <laughs> and you, Listen, you're Alex, a wheel tire guy. At this, at this point. I'm not going to judge you any harder than (laughs) I already am. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be taking a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about the good old U.S. Air drift session that we just came back from so that we can stop this conversation. (laughs) No. No. Here, this is what we're going to do. We're going to sell your six sets of wheels. Yep. You're going to put your kid through college and you're going to get one (laughs) set of wheels. And we'll be good. And coilovers. Done. Yeah. Ooh. He's saving me. Oh, okay. Good guy. okay, good guy. We're back. Section two of the podcast. We've been doing a lot of cool shit, guys. I think we've been we've been, we've been yeah, doing I'm some fucking fun exhausted. <laughs> Track yeah. days were yeah. back yeah. to back. So Sunday, we spent the whole day, twelve plus hours, and like 110 degree heat yeah. is what it felt like. There's no shade at these tracks. I swear oh. to God. I, I don't understand why not. Throw Where a couple are you gonna put sails. it? Yeah. Throw some wind sails up, brother. What, is it a fucking something. pirate ship? Well, I'm just saying a little shade. A couple would go a tents. Long way. Yeah, please. Uh, just, we, brought just, our own, we brought our own tent for the last, the second one. We did. Yeah. So then we were like, you know, it sounds great. Let's get home at like seven o'clock. Let's feed the entire volunteer staff. Let's just be absolutely exhausted. Make the whole house smell like dirty socks and shoes. Go to bed at 10 o'clock. Wake up at six. Try to catch up on some emails and go right back out to the racetrack the very next day. So two days right. in a row, two different tracks, two different activities. Mm-hmm. Gels talk about it. Where'd we go? What'd we do? Uh, yeah, so we went up to US Air. It was about a 40 minute drive from mm-hmm. us, which yep. is awesome because that is a very nice track. Yeah, it's super. And cool. uh, we got the whole place to ourselves, which was yeah. fucking nuts. So, huge shout out to US Air yeah. because Mike, uh, Morgan, and that new management team mm-hmm. have been doing absolute wonders for the track. They're killing in, it, dude. Yeah, they're doing a great If you job. are in Wisconsin and you just want something to go do that's automotive related, you don't only have to look at Road America. Go look at US Air's calendar. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of really cool stuff, stuff going the on. The events are go so autocross, fun to go to. Autocross, go-karts, drifting, motorcycles. They've got so much stuff going on and the track looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Mike and the team have made that They've place look work. beautiful. Yeah, no, yeah, not that it was like bad before they stepped no. in, but they just like cleaned it all up. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of things of like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like moving the bleachers over so <laughs> yeah. you can like watch better and stuff. Like yeah. it's just, it feels really good while you're there. It did. It did. It, I almost want to kind of add to that too, because when I, when I say it looks so good, it's like when you run the track on the sim rig and it's like all nice and bright yeah. and it's like everything's colorful and pretty. When you went to the track before, it wasn't really like that. It was like, Sure, it was green and some of the lawn was cut and some of the lawn wasn't cut, but there was like a ton of overgrown stuff. Yeah. There was like a ton of, like if you weren't on the track, a lot of the other stuff was kind of disregarded and Mike and the team have been cleaning all of that up. Like you yeah. walk in. He was out there with like the weed wagon yeah, the and whole it's, day. Yeah, yeah, and like it's got a really nice presence. Yeah. Like the walkways are super clean. There's it flowers, looks like it looks all that good. sort of oh, stuff. Yeah. And the best part about US Air, I 
I applaud Mike for doing this and the rest of the team. The food does not cost an arm and a leg. Dude, it's so cheap. Yeah. To get it never snacks did. or drinks. It never here? did. And that was like my favorite thing. It's like yeah. even even before the new management, you go up there and it's like the concession stand is like you could buy like granola bars and like fucking yeah. sour patch kids for like fifty cents. It was like it was like okay. back home buying like, like little Yeah, you food, want you, you want know? a Coke, two bucks, a buck, you know? It wasn't it's like a, a dollar. Yeah. yeah. I, I do have one huge, massive, major, insane <laughs> complaint though. Okay, go ahead. And I'm not sarcastic. Oh, about I know. This. It, I yeah. Know well it's Every single time I went to US Air and I would watch my friends and my buddies and people I don't even know drift because I can't drift. <laughs> I would get a V8 juice because where the fuck else can you get a V8 juice? Like when do you go to an On event the and they have yeah. a V8 juice for sale? And I love V8. <laughs> and they were cheap. So Maya and I made a tradition of grabbing a V8 oh, and watching no. drifting. Well, last time we were there with new management there's no v8 juice and i know for a fact it's not because like sales were declining on v8 juice or anything like that because i bought shit every single time so what happened to the v8 juice yeah mike yeah, yeah, yeah. mike yeah. mike we're we're, we're where's the v8 yeah. we're juicing you up but where's the v8 juice at yeah I'll, I'll talk there's some good stuff i'm not gonna lie but i'm gonna mike, keep it real too yeah, mike's a big mike's a big bubbler guy yeah, yeah, I mean bubblers are good. I don't, I, I don't like bubblers. hate bubblers. I don't mind them. They're cheap. They got some caffeine. They taste good. They're low yeah. calories. I just want to VH because now again, now I have nowhere else. Like to you get said a you VH. made it a part of. Yeah, it was, it was a like tradition. tradition. I have photos of like <laughs> cheers and like in front of a nice clean two forty. Post VHs. one of those up. Yes, yeah, yeah. we post one of those up on the Instagram. No, it's to throw it up. US Air. Absolutely awesome. <laughs> have been having have been having an absolute blast there. We got to to do a video. Yeah, what did we all do? We went, we did a how to modify Nissan Z, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. So we, we also took did the Z on the track. Okay, yeah, but we yeah, this was Z. different than our other how to yeah, modify. Yeah, this one's this one's kind of special because I think what we did at US Air is what we want to do all the time. All yeah. the time. Like, and we, we have a relationship with, with Wisconsin International Raceway, which is mm-hmm. super awesome for Martini Works. We have a relationship with uh, you know, uh, US Air, which mm-hmm. is absolutely awesome with Mike. And as long as we're respectful and we're not yep. throwing things all over the place, we're totally good there, which is fantastic. These are both tracks yes. in under an hour away from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to do more content out there. So when we filmed How to Modify Nissan Z, we used the track, we used the location. It's really special. I think it's a really cool episode. Um, and then we also talked a little bit about how the car's been after a thousand miles, yeah. you know, cause we finally got it out of breaking period. The car yeah, rolled yeah, into cool. us air. I have it on video. That's so the car funny. rolled into us air at a thousand and one miles. That's so funny. Yeah. And we did the oil change before the thousand miles. Don't worry. Don't worry. But Say, how that did, was pretty cool. How did you had to like plan that? Right. Like that, that I did. I did. How did you manage to how? Because on Sunday I knew that I was like 20, 25 miles short. Okay. And I knew there was no way I was going to get 25 miles in. <laughs> Before Monday, yeah, that's insane. And so Becca, so Becca, <laughs> yeah. Becca was I like, to "I need drive to drive it or something. I, I need to go make a run <laughs> to go get stuff from the house and back." And I said, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." So I went and I pulled out my Google Maps, checked the distance from the track to the house, and then back to the track, and asked her if she was going anywhere else. She said no, and I said, "Take the Z." That's some psychopath behavior. <laughs> and then when I came back, it was ready to go for US Air. Listen, man, man I. <laughs> Fucking hey, dude, I can't even remember to pack a lunch some days to be able to be like, hey, I need. I always thinking about what the mileage is on the car. I need it to hit a thousand <laughs> miles when we go. To like US it would have made a difference and, if it's at nine ninety yeah, or a thousand. Just, and just <laughs> wait, I have the clip. They're never going to use it for any videos and the entire buildup of that a, whole thing make is a completely point missed. Yeah. So we went out there, we did that, um, which was really cool. I tried to drift the Nissan Z. That went 
terribly wrong. Um, but yeah, that was painful. We, can we need, talk a little bit of truth about that. Cause yeah, it's a podcast. Like I feel like this is where we can kind of yeah, clean yeah, yeah, about some yeah. So so I looking back, I did end up airing up the rears. It was after, oh you did yeah I yeah, did end did. up airing up the rears. So that wasn't oh. the issue. I could not get this car to like do the thing I needed. So the it car to do. just suck. No, no, I sucked. Oh, yeah, oh. it was definitely oh. Alex. I, like I could have driven. I was watching the whole time, like this dude don't start driving this car fucking faster. That was the scared. problem. That was literally he like the he was like I get being scared, like, dude. He was like, okay, I got the power now. Yeah, no, I totally get it. He's like, I got the power now. So he like kind of like <laughs> like inch roll, roll up to the corner and then just whap, <laughs> just yeah. like fucking spin it because he it like, was literally to, it was literally, literally like doing a sliding. donut yeah. in like every corner. <laughs> He's like, I, why does it keep spinning like this? <laughs> I need to redeem myself, but I'll tell you what. Going from it's also completely you, you, stopped. You also have to remember too that like yeah. <laughs> my whole goal in like my my future in the automotive scene is like I want to become disciplined in all forms of motorsport. I want to try doing it all. Sure. And going into drifting and drifting a naturally aspirated four cylinder G eighty six to then a doubling the horsepower to then a single turbo V six VIP sedan oh, car that shouldn't slide the Gloria. <laughs> To then going to a small wheelbase, twin turbo, six-speed, random-ass tr- differential I've never used you before. Got, you got quite the diverse log. Of, yes. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I go in. We spend the whole day drifting the GR86, feeling like a fucking king out there. Jump mm-hmm. into the Nissan Z, crawl into turn to it like 16 miles an hour. I feel like I'm going 50. I mean, you were looking good in the GR86. I won't yeah, lie. GR86 that was impressive to see. Like, you had to have been, like, pretty nervous with the Z. I was. Okay. I didn't know what the fuck that's, I was doing. That's fair. That's totally fair. See, the thing is, too, is because I lined up the whole thing with hitting 1,000 miles, I had been keeping it under, you know, 7,000 yeah. the red line, you know, because I just wanted to gradually get into it. Well, I hope so I never really experienced line. the whole torque. Oh, boost. Oh, yeah. And so I, re- I experienced either, it the well, first. I experienced My- the first of it on Sunday at the drag strip. Yeah. And I was like... This is a lot. The the torque the power curve on the Z is very uh like gutsy. It, like it's very, very fast. Like a tune needs to kind of almost mellow it out. Isn't a it weird bit. though? Cause like isn't so like the, the boost point? comes in like really late is what you're no, saying? No, the or? when the boost comes in, it's so much faster that than seems what you think. So wrong okay. though. Isn't the point of a twin turbo stuff to be more linear power? So it's if you have it par- like a sequential, I don't know what I, I agree with you. Yes, it's supposed to. Yeah, I'm not saying what out. you felt was wrong. I'm just but saying, isn't that what the point of that setup? I, depends on I, how it's. And, and it could, it could, it could also be obviously the gearing and stuff too that could be playing into it. I think what's happening is under boost, mm. the car feels very slug-ish. and when those turbos kick on, they kick on very fast. So the 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 transition from kind of like that low end torque to the boost building to the full boost plus torque, it it feels like this. Like it, it does this weird power band. Yeah. So I'm not used to it yet. So then obviously when you're not used to it, plus you go out and you try doing something for the first time, (laughs) you look like an idiot, which I I did. But we also got Corey Talaska, which is awesome. FD prospect driver to come out and teach us how to drift with the torque motorsport GR86. He shredded them tires. Dude. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened. If you guys want to go check that out, that's going to be over on the torque motorsport channel. Torque motorsports got, the garage release, if you guys are following Torque Drift 1 on your phones, Torque Drift 2 is finally coming out. It's really exciting mm-hmm. stuff. You can download it for free over at torquemotorsport.io.com. That's a plug, and that was pretty decent, I would say. Um, but we did drift the GR86. Corey Talaska taught us 
taught me some tips to to get it going and i felt like it went pretty well it looked good yeah like yeah i mean you were able to the the main goal i remember i know talking to you was like just to be able to get it a little bit smoother Mm -hmm. and and just start connecting those corners a little more especially uh two to three yep two to three is a real big one because you you shred so much speed going into two yes that it's hard to carry it through three so like just finding that line finding the balance of the car yep to carry it through three and you did it Thank you. And Thank yeah, it you. looked really good. And it was like the cool thing about the GRD6 is it's all stock power. The only yeah, thing that stock it has, power, stock angle. Yeah, it's only got necks and tires, Koenig I, wheels, feel suspension. Those I, are the only I know there. that the engine is like the fucking problem child of that car, but it does feel good. It does. Like, you know, driving that car, like, like compared to like the, the first gen, like my FRS that I had, like it feels like the torque is always there. It, like it does, like it does pull you a little bit. Like it has, it, Seemed like it got through the track totally, like perfectly fine. Yep, and it does the fucking thing really well. Yeah, like I mean, it didn't seem like it was struggling at all. And then it blows up. And then it might it didn't blow up. Might though. blow up, but no, it didn't. But no, it's it was cool. <laughs> so one think, of these days, I mean, you know, dude, Corey had so many great tips. I think my favorite tip was slowing down your inputs yep. on the steering angle can actually help you get through these long you know, straights better. And it sounds like such a simple tip, right? Yeah. But until you hear it from somebody or until you think that way, you have no idea, right? All yeah. I know is that when I'm coming into turn two and the whole car is, you know, angled this way mm-hmm. and I got to turn this way, I just know that I got to throw the steering mm-hmm. wheel to get the wheels to get the car around that corner. But he's like, hey, y- you've got distance from turn two to turn three. Yep. Start modulating your power to your angle so that you can carry more through turn three. And then you get all the way out to turn four. And like hearing that out loud, it just it made everything so much. Yeah, better. He was a cool yeah. dude. And what it, what it tells you to do mentally too is just to like just essentially just relax. Yeah. Because like if you you get in there and you you got your adrenaline going, and you're hyped, and it's like you start just grabbing. Twitchy. Things. You start grabbing things. You start throwing things. You start like jerking. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's just yeah, just. Relax. Let it do what it needs yeah. to do. Take, like you said, you have all of this space yep. that you need to cover, and and you're trying to do it all in like the first ten. Feet. Yeah, and you don't like, have the power have to, to do, do that. that. Yeah, yeah. I suppose in a high horsepower car, if you, yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, if you transition the wheels really fast and you're not there yet, you just press on the gas and you just force the car. I don't to know. I don't know turn. what horsepower feels like. Neither do I. <laughs> it was pretty fun though. Huge props to US Air. Appreciate you guys having mm-hmm. us out. Um, Corey Talaska, thanks for coming out. Dakota, Brought you got to get yeah, the we got to Supra. do some cool stuff with the Supra, which was fun. How did it feel? Um, really good. It, we did a comparison between the Continental Extreme Sport Contact Two and then the uh, General tires that That's I've right. never had before. I've General never owned Max, right? Yep, yeah. General G Max RS. Um, I've never owned a set of Generals before, so I was excited to try those out. So I had two uh, 19-inch forged wheels. Continentals on one, Generals on the other, and we ran around the track. We made a little uh, autocross course out of it and timed it, and the goal was I'm going to do three laps on the Contis, I'm going to do three laps on the Generals, and let's see, because the um, Generals were about 100 bucks cheaper almost. Per tire. Per tire. So about, I mean, it'd be a little less than 400 bucks because I had a little bit smaller tires in the front. Um, It was like, you know, is it worth it? I've never ran them, and the point of the Martini Works channel now is to give honest feedback on this stuff. Um, so I, I tried them out and it was really impressive to see that these cheaper tires, like were still really good. Could I feel a difference? Yes. And that honestly surprised me too. How much like throwing these on, 
I was able like, well, it is a little more wishy-washy in the rear end. Yeah. Like by no means though, like I, I'm beating the piss out of this car. I was yeah. thrown into turns as hard as I could and then just romping on the gas and seeing like when uh, my exit point, when I could get on the gas, I could do it so much sooner with the Continentals and I'd feel confident where the generals, I'd wait till the car kind of straightened out mm-hmm. and then I could get on the gas sure. where the Contis I'd be coming out of the turn and I could like start right away. Um, and the times prove that too. You, you'd think, because I used the general second and I had a little bit of practice, you know, going around with the Contis that maybe I would run faster a faster time, time yeah. but uh, I, I didn't. I, my average time was a little a little bit slower mm-hmm. um, on the, the generals, but and, they still felt really, really good. And if you guys are listening to this now and you go over to the Martini Works channel, you may notice that it, it may not be out there yet, Yep. but that will be coming out, I think, on the... Is that going to be on the Unbox channel or is that going to be on the main channel? That's going to be on the Unbox channel. So that's so going to be in the Unbox out. channel. We have that coming out, I think. By the time you're listening to it this... Should it should almost be live. Yeah, I'm talking like 24 yeah. hours. It should almost be live. So we're really excited for that channel. Hopefully. Yeah, but make sure to check that out. We're going to have three channels. The Martini Works Unboxed. And then we have Martini Works, mm-hmm. which is what we're calling the main channel. And then the podcast channel, obviously, which, which is this one. Check that out. So those three will be the home Martini Works content, each one kind of serving a different purpose. Um, and then just kind of keeping it organized so you guys know what to expect when we're going to be uploading. So like yeah. unboxing will be like product reviews, except this isn't different. Just, you know, like reading the brochure. This is like our honest opinions yep. and talking about products we like or maybe something we dislike or just getting just our honest with. opinions, you yeah. know, like trying something out for the first time. Um, so I was so stoked to do that video. And that was really fun because I, I've started to have an appreciation for tires quite a bit more yeah um and never having a set of generals it's cool now because like i would get those tires if i just had a daily driver like fun car i would 100 percent throw those generals on there as weird as it sounds too it's like it's a good looking tire usually usually when you start going into like a little bit more of an affordable tire the sidewall gets a little bit bland yeah yeah. the tread looks a little bit boring you know it just starts to look like a normal consumer tire and the general g-max actually looks pretty darn good it was it was good to see also though like you getting on it with the contis because you've had them on your car for a while but not in like a position where you've kind of been right. no the most i did was harder, like you know yeah the hardest i drove which honestly it wasn't like super hard or anything but it was like in the mountains yeah. of tennessee when we got to kind of do the canyon runs and even then obviously you're not like pushing it yeah. um where here I mean, we're the only ones out of tracks so i was like fuck it i'm gonna full send this shit and i was really romping yeah. on her and it was it was a fun dude. That car, the Super, the Mark V Super, still continues to impress me. I've had this car for going on three years. That's crazy. And um, it's a beautiful car, dude. Thank you. Like thank I, you. every time, every corner, we'd be sitting with Gels or Mario. And and turn two on WIR. I'm sorry, not WIR on US Air has a slight incline. Like just it's it's maybe like 10, 15 degrees. Very very slight. But when you come out, it just gives this like gorgeous picturesque look of a car when it's coming through that corner and every single time your car came through the headlights would would like glimmer mm-hmm. they'd like come through and they glimmer for a little bit and the whole thing just like sunk down into the corner it looks so cool yeah I, I love that car and you think after like almost three years of having it and driving it and doing now a few things like this like you'd kind of expect 
like I went into US Air expecting what the car would do. Yeah. No, dude, like it, it it's a brand new driving experience. Like, holy fuck, the potential of this thing. It continues to impress me when I drag race it. Uh, when we did the autocross stuff, when I take into the mountains, you know, like the no matter what I do with the car, it always takes it to the next level and it just makes me excited to own it again. I, I've absolutely loved the platform. My favorite thing, just kind of going around that too, because I think sometimes we give our, I know I give a lot of my cars a hard time, yeah. but Lars got to drive the 430 mm-hmm. at WIR for the first time. This was his first time driving that car like hard. Yeah, right. And watching him, because it's hard to explain why the car feels so insane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, open the door, he's got his helmet on, takes it, and he's just smiling ear to ear. Cause <laughs> he I'm was like, stoked. And I'm like, well, how was he? He goes, dude, it's like it gets to a certain speed and the whole thing just kind of, yeah and it just sticks there and it's like car it needs to be driven at a certain speed to like feel normal it's super weird because like even like uh when i picked it up from green bay for you it's like when you're when you're like in town and it's like dude the transmission Uh, 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 yeah it like fucking bucks you and it's like jesus christ you know it's like but then you get it on the highway and you get settled at like 65 70 (laughs) 75 and that it does it kind of just like it's like all right and like everything starts to like smooth out, and it's like yeah, and then it just like locks <laughs> it just in, sits and locks in. And it's in. so crazy. Yeah, it's it's it was really cool to see that. It's like that experience, you know, when you start to really get into driving these cars for what you can do with them, no matter what they are. Like even you talk about the RX8, like getting the RX8 on mm-hmm. down to the drag strip and just running in all the things you learned and all the things you got yeah. to experience. It doesn't need to be a fast car. No. It needs to be whatever car you have mm-hmm. and having fun with it because that's that makes the whole experience like ten times better. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. I I love the platform, and I would recommend a Mark V to anybody. And like, I'm not just saying that because I own one. If I truly like didn't like the car, there's things I really disliked. I just get rid of it and pick up a different right. platform because there's so many out there I still want to own. And do, but dude, I have truly just yeah. absolutely love this car. They did such a fucking good job with it. That car gets so much hate for no Bro, reason. Bro, I, I don't understand the hate because I don't even have one. I've barely ever driven one. And I still tell people when they're like, hey, I have 60 grand, 50 grand. What should I buy? I always tell them, Supra. Yeah. Get the get the the, the, the three liter Supra. Mm-hmm. If you can find it, absolutely. Like, but it's not manual. It's like, it don't fucking matter. Well, it is like, now. It is now. <laughs> yeah, for 90 grand or whatever. <laughs> not, they're not bad. You, can, you can get them in the 60s. Can you? That's awesome. Manual. I saw one on Sunday, actually. A red oh, one. really? Red one manual, yeah. Nice. So with that being said... We're going to take another break real quick. Come back to the next segment. Yes, sir. If you go back to the earlier days of our podcast, we had a host's name. Episode two. I think it was two. Yeah. Yeah, it was. We were upstairs. We had the little tray table of beers. Where'd that go? We need to bring that back. Budget budget got cut. That's scars. Leave it alone. Um, And in that episode, we had Brian Mm -hmm. from Top Rank. I miss Brian. Brian's doing good. The homie's all over the place. And um, we were talking about whistling diesel. And Brian had some some choice <laughs> things to say about about whistling like, diesel. Yeah. Didn't didn't really like what he was up to. And and he had made mention. He's like, dude, I'm telling you, you know, you can only go so big, so big, so big. You know what happens when you when you top out? What is he gonna do? Start a car on fire? Is he gonna blow something up? Is he gonna do something in a town? And then last week, <laughs> video comes up of whistling diesel <laughs> and his Ferrari was yeah. a 48 Pista or something like that. Started on fire in Waco, Texas, after he off-roaded it into a random, not a random field, but ra- yeah. into a field where his media van also apparently yeah, the started rented on van, fire. Yeah. 
And the 20 plus minute I video this, is, is pretty intense. I think I've is watched it? like the first six or seven minutes yeah. and then I had to, to hop off. Why are you hurting his watch duration? <laughs> Dude, okay, so here's the thing. I'm naturally very like a pessimistic person. There's a yeah. lot of layers between my pessimism and what comes out of my mouth. So when I watched Whistling Diesel's video, and there's a there's like a point two and a half minutes in mm -hmm. where the Ferrari is on fire, and that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming like temps and there's a bunch of corn in the wheel wells heated, hit the exhaust manifold, right. probably started on fire. But there's a very brief period of time where like the camera pans behind the 488 over to the van, and somehow the fire jumped like three and a half feet from the Ferrari to the van. Well, is this a conspiracy? And my initial thoughts were, oh, well, he Ferrari started on fire. He's probably like, well, let's just start the van on fire at the same time. Grab a little, yeah, you know, a little yeah. thing from the corn and just like put it underneath yeah. the van. And then I stopped watching because I'm like, no, Alex. I read the top comment where Whistling Diesel was saying it's not staged. It's all real. Yeah. Um, but what are your guys' So wait, was it thoughts? was it all? Because I haven't seen this, so you guys can explain this to yeah. me. Was it's supposed to be like they were just whipping it around and it started up? Yeah. yeah it was like driving through a field and there was like, on the road, I mean, then Ferraris are yeah. notorious for yeah. yeah so it was hot. like it was like you know going through shit and like shit was like flying up and like they're having hey, a grand old time. I'd be going corn, through some shit too. Yeah, we all corn, be going what's through the some corn, shit. What's the corn? Corn stocks. Stocks. Yeah. There you go. So the corn so stocks like, got all stuck in the wheels, and you could see it immediately yep. upon going off. And they're all dried up corn stocks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they look hard, like you yeah. breathe okay. breathe on it, and it would probably start on fire. And that's what initially started the fire inside that the passenger side. So yeah. So a lot of people were saying like. I, you know, people are like, oh, I don't think this was like intentional, like, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, but there had to be a, some point, you know, thinking as like, right. Ferrari's yeah. known for starting on fire. Okay. I have this video. I make content. This is what my content is that that was most likely going to be the outcome. I mean, it's got like that. They, they were going to be happy if that was the seven million <laughs> okay. views. Okay. But okay. All that, right. All of that. We have to talk about the other fucking elephant oh, in yeah, the room. This, here. I heard of this. What? On the Instagram post. Here we go. For that video, him standing in front of the Ferrari, like, hey, we fucked up. You know, like, you know, someone came out of the woodwork. If his name is Stancy Pants, it 100%. Was Stancy oh Pants? pants is God. Back. This motherfucker we haven't heard from in almost a year. This is the same, it was like November, I this think. This is the guy that started the GoFundMe, right? Yeah. And he did? He started a GoFundMe? For the car. Yeah. 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 This was a thing. I didn't see that part. Anyway, yeah. So, like, <laughs> almost a year, because we're talking, coming up on November, haven't heard a fucking thing. Yep. And then out of nowhere, this dude just comments from like the Stancy Pants profile and account, yo, me too. On like the, the on Ferrari the photo fire. of the, like the Ferrari on fire, and the internet did not really enjoy. Stancy that. Pants hasn't uploaded since, so I did just bump it. Yeah, and it I like said, no "Any problem. update on this, bro?" I, you, and everyone else that comments yeah, that every real. few weeks. <laughs> that is <laughs> such a weird something. move to go completely silent on that whole situation. Like, make a big stink about it. Yeah, make it seem like someone else lit your car on fire. Then just go dead silent on it. And then the way you come back is commenting on a whistle and diesel post. Yeah, I, that's I, not a good look, bro. No, I don't. I don't. I think in, in, in the honest, most honest way of saying it, I think Luke and this whole Stancy mm. Pants thing, no matter where he comes out on this, short, of, obviously don't, you know, death threats and stuff like that. But like, what? dude, like close. 
you deserve the hate. I think at this point, you deserve the criticism. You deserve a little bit of that. You've gone an yeah, entire year. criticism versus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. criticism. <laughs> yeah. You deserve the criticism because it's been a year. You haven't said anything. You still made the claim. You haven't backtracked on yep. any of the claim at all. And there was a GoFundMe. There were people mm-hmm. that donated money. No idea what happened to that. There's been no follow-up. So like, even though it's kind of a joke, it's like, is, it, is he going to drop a car at Gatlinburg at the end of this month and be like, hey, I'm back with another that white would be RX. Me too. That would be kind of crazy, honestly. I wonder if he, if he, we'll have to film a video. If we'll he does, we'll yeah. go. Luke, we're back. Up down. Yeah. Do you think he'll go to Gatlinburg? Regardless if he's dropping a car or not, do you think well, he would go? I mean, his car wouldn't get accepted last time, so I mean. No, his car got accepted. No, it was in the show. Yeah, no, it was. It didn't. It got catfished. It well, got it was catfished in there. Possibly. It sat outside the show. Is that they why you wouldn't let, it, on let it in? When I interviewed him last year, mm-hmm. his car was inside the show. I thought there was like a whole stink about it not no, being in the they show. They were pissed because his car got in. Oh, and other, other cars, cars got in. Oh, uh, there it is. Okay. And then people okay. were making fun of the that welds on the suspension yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Either way, I like when I talked to Luke last year, very nice guy. When I talked to Luke yeah, before any the interaction fire, I've had with him is fine. has been awesome. I, I think publicly though, this this situation yeah, is has been handled very poorly. <laughs> yes. You know. Yeah, it's nothing like personal, but bro, fucking just say clo- something. Just close. Just end yeah. this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, Either, like even it, if you were a hundred percent wrong and it like was yeah. your fault, like make Fuckin a short video or it, make yeah. a post. Be like, yo, guys, you know, yeah, I, I messed up. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, but it commenting, that, but, yo, me too. Like, lol. Like, <laughs> you know, whistling diesel. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that whistling was, diesel just goes nah. After almost a year, I don't know. It does I, almost I seem like a publicity. I see what you were trying to do. Didn't work. Didn't land. Didn't. No. Didn't Whistle and Diesel didn't fuck with it either. He was like, nah, dude. <laughs> well, I, that's the thing, though. Like, did he really think commenting that would get a super positive response? I don't think he <sighs> thought think that. So. Yeah. I don't think he cares personally. I don't think, like, he feels like he necessarily owes anyone anything. No. no. But he and did I, make the story public information. He did post. He was posting avidly. The car was very much trending on the yeah. internet. And then to just go silent about it was kind of a, just... And see, that's the thing no, is it's, it's because the whole of thing is weird. it's because if he didn't like energize this audience mm-hmm. of of the the almost like stereotypical gripe of like, hey, guys, I know you may not like how I build my car, mm-hmm. but attacking me and damaging me and, you know, potentially scaring my family is not, you know, nobody's going to disagree with you. Right. Nobody's going to be like, no, that was worth it. He should have had that car. Like, no, right. right. That's very clearly too far, which is why so many people aligned right behind it. us like, yo, holy shit, that's fucked up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then finally, you know, there's people like that doesn't really, mm-hmm. you know, make a whole Yeah. After like sense. a day, it was like, hold up. <laughs> and that's, that's the problem, right? It's like when you get that many people riled up behind something, mm-hmm. you, you also have like a level of accountability yeah, to you, like lead that. You essentially voice do owe the the conclusion of it of, yeah you know whether or not it was what you thought it was or not it's you like know? those twitch streamers that have done those like random meetups i don't know if you've seen that in the no. news where it's like they did a, a a giveaway or some like surprise thing in in uh the park in new york what is it called central park central park <laughs> got him central park i think it was and like they the shut park down that's in the middle of what's the, that city in New York? It's oh, like yeah, in the, New York City, the yeah. middle of it. Um, like it's like in the center <laughs> of the city, big park. Guys, anyway, sorry. Guys, I'm trying here, okay? <laughs> and they like shut down the entire like north side of the park and like caused a whole bunch of vandalism and theft and Jesus all that sort Christ. of stuff. And then like he got arrested 
the 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 Twitch streamer got like arrested yeah. because it was like inciting a riot essentially is, is what he ended up doing. And it's like, you know, when you get all these groups of people to go out and do something and then you're like, oh, nope, just kidding. And then you disappear. I think that's kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So I thought that was why, like, you know, expected it, you know, typical weasel and diesel fashion. Cool. Do what you're doing, whatever. I, I, you I, know, but then when I saw that, at first one, I saw it, it was weird because I saw it like actually going around and like other Instagram profiles. I'm like, dude, this is like Photoshop. There's no yeah. fucking way. And I went to like the post and I saw it was like, oh my God. I, I like, oh my God. I like Whistling Diesel's content. I don't think it's that bad. I don't go I don't, either way on yeah. it. I don't just, I just don't watch I don't, it. yeah, I don't watch it. I think it's kind of crazy and you know it's like that's why i fuck but, but like i yeah, like shock value i like some like, of it i'm not gonna let it ruin my day like no, that's you know? what i'm saying i i enjoy <laughs> doing his thing you know the, the the tank series that he does the tank series is wild my favorite <laughs> and like the the deer skit that he did where yeah. he's just like down up <laughs> guns pointing and they're t- and they just blow up the entire tree yeah, you know yeah. i think it's what every 12 year old wishes they could do on a plot oh, of land. Yeah. It's like, know? it's like real life GTA. Literally at that point. You know, I, I, I'm glad everybody's okay. You know, do I, do I think it's staged or not staged? They probably were aware that it could. That's happen. what I mean. I'm like there. And that's why I say in the back of their mind, it had to be like, dude, if this thing started on fire, it'd be perfect. It'd make for great. It's content. Ferrari. Ferrari. What's fire? the big deal though? If it, if it was staged, well, that's not, what most he's people, making a video. Yeah. That's, that's what most exactly. people are starting to get to with i think his content mm-hmm. though is that it is getting more staged more staged and, and more here, staged let me time. let me clean that up for a second because I, I realize how i said that could sound bad like when we make a video necessarily it's not like oh we're making a video let's stage it i don't know no. necessarily yeah. anything we've really staged ever but like for his type of content mm-hmm. where he is grabbing something and destroying it i mean there's a plot there yeah. right like there's <laughs> yeah. a plan there's yeah, yeah so a predetermined that, that's outcome what I, that's, what, that's yeah. what i meant by like yeah, who he's cares not, if it's stage isn't that what his content yeah. is he's not showing up to a track and deciding to to run the guardrail to pass yeah. a ferrari it's not he's a fucking going, vlog he's telling the track before he goes that he's going to run a yeah. g63 across the guardrail yep. for a video um or at least i would assume so but i don't know like I think that's what YouTube has kind of come to in a sense mm. with with entertainment style content. Like part of it. Well, I true. I think a large part of it is that way though. I, where it's mm. you go to like the trending or you go to like what's what's climbing in views and it's like every thumbnail is an identical copy of like a Mr. Beast video. And it's like I like Ryan Trahan's stuff. I think his stuff is super cool. Like outside of automotive YouTube content, there are a couple of YouTubers I watch, but like it's always getting more and more and more I, extreme. I, biggest pizza. I, no, no, biggest no, no. this. No, 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 no. I think what you're seeing is that the stuff that is getting a lot of views is doing that. YouTube is a big bitch. There's a lot of different content, a lot True. of different creators yep. on there. I, I would hate to say that it's the majority. Like, I hate putting the blanks family like, YouTube is just becoming Mr. Beast. And it's well, like, well, but- no, I mean, yeah, that's what it's showing. But like, there's so much other but shit there, on there. But I think in the same, it kind of is. There's like this beastification or whatever they call it, where it's I like a lot of yes, enter, just entertainment. You know, yeah, like, for generic entertainment style content, yes. a lot of it is all monetary shock value style content mm-hmm. nowadays. Now, there are some automotive YouTubers that are not doing that. I've just talked about with Dakota earlier, like there's a YouTube channel called Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love watching it. I think the content's absolutely hilarious. They're located in the UK. They do competitions where it's like every time he loses, his car gets faster and he's racing a professional race car. I think that's cool. That's kind of like Mr. B style though. Yeah. Super, super fast Matt Which is, is doing a, it as yeah, well. 
super fast Matt like did an off-road Viper build I think mm -hmm. that's super cool I don't know I just think that sometimes to grow like to grow in YouTube it seems like you have to almost grow in a in a super large fan base and that requires doing more shock value style content I hate that well, I'm not. I'm not saying I like. It. I'm just saying. But I don't not. like that mentality either. That like you have to do this if you want to be successful on YouTube. I don't think that's the case. I. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I guess we. I don't know how much shock value I put in like my personal content, but like it's grown by mm -hmm. some of it being shock value content of building, you know, rebuilding a cheap Ferrari in my garage. Right. That's a hook. That's got some it's, shock it's value different. to it. Different. I wouldn't call it shock though. Yeah. Like, it's not like, you know fucking I, I don't know i don't even yeah i think when you when you've been in the youtube game for for a longer period of time i think sometimes you see these trends that that mm -hmm. come and go i think with competition from tiktok though i think it has sped up maybe some things on youtube that oh, are the environment that are less is a... that are less than what it may yeah, be the the content environment is 100 percent completely different it used to be education based so much and i think yeah. a lot of it's becoming entertainment based yeah now. And, it, and it has to be so fast yeah. you know you, you're you're talking about 60 30 to 60 second videos are people or what people are expecting nowadays to like get an entire point across. And it's fucking crazy. You know, the attention span is like non-existent anymore. So yeah, to, I catch to it. I make catch it. And I, yeah, yeah, I'm guilty of it as well. And it's like, but the, yeah, then, I don't know, dude, like when you bring it over to long form content, it gets a lot of people tricky. say that about the short form content, but for the first time in my life, I just watched a 24 hour YouTube video. Yeah. You were telling me about that. So like, I don't think it necessarily is like, oh, short form, you know, like it's just coming. To, it's not algorithm based. It's not this style, but it's just a fucking good video. If you make a good video, people mm -hmm. will watch it. It doesn't matter what the content is. It doesn't need to be anything specific. It doesn't need an exact structure. It just has to be a good ass video and she'll take off. It did, I thought you were going to say something about Bing chilling. <laughs> Bing chilling. Okay. So when he mentioned <laughs> that means ice cream in Chinese. Yeah. I watched Alex's John Cena say it. Automatically went, oh my fucking God, yeah. this guy. And I was like, I was trying to hear him out. I thought I'm glad I did. I was already done. I thought it was a good point. I Yeah. I mean, I think the goal of trying to make good content and not target views is always the, the goal or premise. Is I just I, think. No one fucking knows right now. It is the wild fucking west of the content world out there. And everyone's just trying to figure it out. Yeah, I, I, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> but I just explained it to you when I was talking about the Whistling Decent video, where I was like, I only watched the first six or seven minutes because I, I couldn't sit down for 22 minutes and watch you. I don't, I don't remember the last time I've sat down and watched a. That sounds like a you problem. A yeah, massive, that's a you problem. I was going to say the same thing. Stop moving. Yeah. So, like, that's. You're expected. like, I got to post an Instagram reel now. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's a lot of people I think are getting to that. The only time I do watch full YouTube videos is like, um, movie breakdowns like concept breakdowns sure. from movies and stuff see, i really that's enjoy the type that. of content you like yeah and that's so you just maybe don't value. like his but there is a, a million people that are watching whistling diesel's video for the whole 22 minutes where you're watching the movie i wouldn't watch a movie review for 22 minutes that's not the type of content i like so it's just particular that's what i'm saying like there's no specific like right formula that you can do that's like oh that's a guaranteed million view youtube video see it i don't that's where work. that's where i disagree because i there is a recipe you have seen people copy mr beast ryan trahan videos to a t mm -hmm. literally to a fucking t in terms of edit timeline yeah. script and style they just change you know being in france to being in italy or changing making the biggest pizza to making the biggest spaghetti bowl and, right. and they just copy it 
They do the same exact thing because they just know but that the they thing can do is, and they come out and they get more views. No, than the original. Video. No, no, 100%. they're not getting. They're not getting more views than the original. It always lives in the shadow. hundred percent. You're not. The only way it's getting more views than the original is if it's a better video. It has to be a better view. So even if they're copied ideas, I guarantee you those are still produced super well. They're edited very well. The people in it are enjoyable. They have to be because if any of those things were bad, those videos would not get views. That's what, But what I'm saying is, is it's a duplicated video. It's a topic, the editing, all of it. The person that's recreating the content has done nothing. They've just ah. taken they've taken something and they're like, I want the views and they copy it one for one. They do the same exact thing. They don't reiterate. They don't try to innovate. And that was the thing that Ethan Klein or whatever his name is from the H3 mm -hmm. H3 podcast or whatever talked about with XQC, that, that Twitch streamer who posts 9 million reaction videos on YouTube of him saying, wow, okay, wow, as his reactions to these videos that are on YouTube and they get 400, 500,000 views. And he gets paid, obviously, yep. appropriately for that. And it's like, well, how is that not like copyright infringement? You're not actually adding any value to your reaction to the content. And that was like the whole concept. And that's kind of what sent me down the spiral of like, what is valuable content on YouTube if YouTube is now saying, well, if the audience likes when they make a pizza that's the size of a football stadium, they'll probably like if they make a spaghetti bowl that's the deepest part of the ocean yeah, and they just do the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, it might get impressions with a similar title like, yes, YouTube's going to show it. But again, if people click into that video and they're like, holy fuck, this guy is super cringe or the video is paced in a way that isn't entertained, they're just going to hop out of it. Like I, it still needs to be a good video. I agree with you, but there is a formula for it. If you follow the same excitement, if you follow the same clicks, if you follow the same title format, you follow the same thumbnail format, it's going to get you in that impression pool that is bigger than if you were to just say, hey, make good content in your own way. Initially it might, but if video after video after video isn't going you're not True. going to be in that 100 100 agree. so like i i mean i'm not saying like i praise the people that are copying videos but in a sense they have to be changing it in a way that people are still watching the whole way through oh, yeah. because I, otherwise the video wouldn't be successful agreed i, I just read a, a book about copying for like creatively copying and how like most artists most you know they are always taking inspiration from something all the time and then they use that as like a baseline for making something else. Like there's, the concept is, is that there's no original idea anymore. It's just innovations on other people's ideas. So I agree with you. I just think at the end of the day, it'd be cool to see YouTube kind of like, when we look back at it being a more long form enabled channel where you were able to express a story, maybe in a little bit of a longer time frame because the story required more time. It would be nice to see that continue to to be YouTube's focus versus it trying to do short form and long form and communities and tagging and hashtags and threads and this. And then Instagram's over there doing the same shit. Well, reels and posts and this and yeah. that and threads I, and Facebook and this and that. It's like all these social channels now have to be everything for everyone. Mm -hmm. And now none of them stand out as like unique places to enjoy exactly. or learn from. It's, it's everything in the wake of what TikTok has done and they, they saw that and everyone wants a piece of that fucking pie. And you're like, oh my God, look how successful it was. Look at what they did. And now they try to replicate it in their own way. And, and it's like, it. that's why I mean, it's like kind of like the wild west. It's like, there's so much stuff. It changes every fucking week. It feels like, and there's something yeah. new coming out or the algorithm changes or like the way you have to post this or the, yeah. you know, the way you title this has to be changed. It's like, that's why I'm yeah. like, 
sure, maybe there is a recipe out there, but it's gonna fucking change. In and I days. and I loved YouTube Shorts to be honest. I mm-hmm. did because it did feed into like long form videos. It did YouTube's algorithm did kind of make that nice where it's like, hey, if you talked about this car and it recognized that you had a long form video, if you went to your dashboard, you would see the long form video of that same content creator. Um, but now they're like they're removing links and they're removing some right. of that because like they, the they don't thing... want you to connect the dots. They yeah. want to connect them themselves. And it's like, well, that's fucked. Like the point of me making short form content is to tell a short story. And right. then if there's a longer version, I want you to come check out I want the you longer to see version. That too, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's that's a huge mess. And I totally agree. I don't think there is a right answer no, between it's, any it's, of them. It's I, all fucked right yeah. now. <laughs> but make good content. Yeah. If you are a content creator out there, I think what Dakota says is right. You know, make good content yes. that people want to watch. And everything else will come. Yeah, like to tap into a little bit too, like what Joe's was saying, like you can try and follow these algorithm recipes mm-hmm. and there's probably stuff that will help. Sure, there there is things that the algorithm is picking up on 100%. I know that. But like at the end of the day, it's going to change next week. It's going to change again. It's going to change again. So the baseline of it all is you just have to make a good video, What a video you are proud of a video that makes sense a video that has a good story and it will just naturally i think do well and maybe not overnight because you're not following the algorithm specifically or you're not Mm -hmm. making the biggest pizza pie but over time (laughs) youtube will figure out like where to put it and stuff like that i just i'm getting really sick of everybody leaning into the algorithm and like maybe why that's not why their video is taking off or Something like, like they would have put or, that much or making a video just specifically for mm. the algorithm. Like, stop, make yeah. it for people. Make if you it, put that much effort into like just making a dope piece of fucking content. That, that, like, that, what that, would that be? I think where where maybe there's a happy medium is being aware that the al- like the algorithm does exist. Don't blame the algorithm for yeah, something right, either going right. well or not going well. But yeah, use it to your same, advantage. But, but at the same time, understand how the algorithm works. Right. Mm, the more yeah. niche you get into something or niche you get into something the smaller the audience size is, which right. means the better your thumbnail and title have to be. So really think hard about how you're going to do that if you want it to, to hit. And I do think that being blind to the algorithm sometimes creates, I almost want to, and I think we're coming up on time here, but it does sometimes create a lot of Nancy's in social media where it's like, <laughs> oh, well, I just made content how I want to make it. It doesn't do well fuck this you know and then they get all angry and they blame everyone else for bad content it's like well no you know you got to be aware of how the the channels are working to make content that works yeah because it's like yeah you could have a really fire piece of content but if you don't put the effort in of like late you know titling it or like coming up with a good thumbnail like yeah, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, and we've, we've made that mistake as well. I mean, we made content where we've done like car montages, mm-hmm. right? And we tried it a couple times to see if it would work. Didn't really work. And then we see other people going out there and, and make montages and it works. And we're like, oh, well, why? And it's like we watch and we're like, oh, well, Brent Gas is putting generative AI super dope ass mm-hmm. layers into the video as screenshots and then masking, doing all this extra work for two seconds on a short and that's what's making it blow up. It's like, well, do we want to do that? Eh, no, that's not really our cup of tea. Let's go somewhere else and do something that we're more passionate about. So I think it's being aware of that as well. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, use it to your advantage. But like when you when you get to the point where you're letting like the algorithm and like what everyone else is doing dictate what content you create, it gets a little blurry. Yeah, because now you're 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 now you're a system. It. You're not yeah. you're not just doing it for yourself. Yeah, there's a I, difference between like following like and letting it dictate your like what you create and your content versus using it to like 
make your content better. I guess I, like, if, I don't know if that makes yeah. sense or not, but no, it's the same thing with the car scene though. Right. Yeah. It's like if you start building an A90 Supra because it's a popular platform and you start doing the street hunter kits or you start doing this and that and the other thing, and you start doing what everyone else is telling you to do on the, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> on, the, on the platform. Right. And then you get in the car and you've got a wide body car. That's maybe a pain in the ass to air up or it yeah. rattles now, or now you rub and you don't like it. It's like, well, you fall out of love mm, with the car. Really it's quick. the same exact really thing, quick. which that's why after the S 2000, I don't think I'm ever wide body in a car ever again, but we'll get into that into another <laughs> podcast episode. I think we're at time. Yeah. We kind of went down a rabbit hole. Sorry about that. We talked that about last segment wild, all, yeah, over the all over the place. We hope you guys enjoyed. If you haven't subscribed, please be sure to do so. Drop a comment below on what you'd like us to talk about next. Rate the podcast. Rate the podcast on Spotify. And if anything else, go pick up a gosh darn windshield banner mm-hmm. on com. Just a decal would help us. We got those. A t-shirt would be sick. So Hell yeah. With that being said, thank you guys so much for coming to my kitchen. You're welcome. We're in the kitchen. Can I eat now? No. Oh. We're in the kitchen. You want a shot of tequila? Yeah. We are in the kitchen. Kind of. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys later. Milagro <laughs> time. I'm leaving the kitchen. Yeah.